It's about time, damn. The here to keep me down man fuck that thing what is it this is here this this fucking no that wind that wind blocks here to keep me down it's it's there to make sure you don't pop your pees here so i can't properly express myself and or grab the mic that's what it's here for it's here that's the trying to oppress you johnny this is like uh like training wheels for me like quit touching quit touching it and quit screaming into it no no scream all you want now it's like it's like a condom for (laughs) this thing is put here to keep me down. Come on, man. So West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. <laughs> Tuesday. Tuesday night. Live from Compton, California. The number one podcast. On Earth. The number one live podcast on Earth and in the universe. And today is number... I 59. Know, 59. 59. Dude. Shit. We have like a 59 Impala convertible one. God damn. Uh, one of the most rare. They're not rare, but it's sought after. Uh, uh, a rusted out frame will cost you $10,000. Oh, easily. <laughs> but you know what? That's crazy because like the prices for like Impalas are just went bonkers. It's like, fuck you. It's like that whole, yeah, that that and like early 60s Cadillacs. Like just, God damn, it's cost a million dollars. Yeah. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Really? Yeah. Fucking piece of shit fucked up. No engine, no tranny. Don't fucking come and kick the tires. I want 15 uh, for it. Well, like, bring, bring, a tow, bring a tow truck because it's not going to start. Yeah, what's up, Milo? What's cracking, homie? What's going Milo. on? We do have DJ's sister Q coming in. She's um going to be here about... Mom, I said about eight thirty ish. That's not right now. It took us so long to start. I thought it was eight thirty. Right yeah, now. <laughs> I did too. I did too. I told Stephen, let's wait. He's like, no, let's go ahead and start. No, on time. because I we thought, have, I thought we already waited. No, we did. But like, I was thinking, like, you know, if we wait, there's people that are yeah, are that. waiting yeah, for us yeah, at eight. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Especially the East Coast. We got our homeboy from the Slate. East Coast. He rotten. He rotten. He's in the house all the time. I don't want him Is to be know? up till fucking eleven. Slate, you know, man. or or whatever time. Um, yeah, all, all, well, yeah, right now all the prices are getting, uh, um, going high, right? Yeah, Hector. Hector works on fucking Lambos. He works on, like, expensive ass cars. Sure. And once in a while he'll take care of me, my car, whenever I fuck it up or some shit. But there's my homeboy out there, uh, Hector. And yeah, prices are, dude, not only that, though, you can't fucking, like, you go to a, a, a regular dealership and shit, there's nothing out there no, no more. Fuck <laughs> it's no, fuck fucking empty, bro. You're like, so, uh... What did you want me to come by? And I keep seeing commercials for, like, Ken Gordy Fours or whatever the fuck it is, you know? And it's yeah. like, I just drove by, bro. You have nothing. You got nothing. Save and not your like money. you can order it. It's like, no, no, we yeah. just don't have any. Like... 
Yeah, and much love, my man. Also, Jerry Rigg, Miles Gooders, probably doing a little screen printing, smoking a little weed, listening to the show as well. Uh, we do have a DJ Sister Q come in. Uh, she's gonna. She went to the Beat Junkies uh, school. They have a, a DJ school, and I was looking into it and in, uh, and just to check it out. You know, they teach you how to scratch and they teach you all kinds of stuff. So we'll be we'll having. That's awesome, her. my dude, DJ Hydro, who's out with Murs right now. Mm-hmm. His wife, who I've known forever, she went to that. She went to that DJ school also. She loved it. Oh, that's I know her, DJ Genie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She, she fucking, yeah. She, she fucking loved it. So that album. Yeah, be, she went to it, and so I would I'm, like to hear about that. I want to ask her to teach me how to maybe scratch. Oh shit, some little basic shit right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, those scratchy, scratchy. Sure. So when I'm out there at the fucking backyard, I can do a little. It's super cool that that school exists too. By the way, yeah, like just one of those things. That it's like, there, I bet there's a game people that's just like, look, I just want to know how to do it. Just like around my house, just bullshitting around. Like if I have my own little setup, I can sit around in the afternoon. And, and I think, to be honest with you, it's like most schools that are like that. You know, I went to the to a radio school and 99% of those motherfuckers don't get jobs in radio. Sure. Same thing with like chefs, like they go to a culinary school. Like ninety percent of those fools don't get jobs in it. They just yeah. want to know, or or, yeah. or they just want to go. I went to the Groundlings, you know, and there was a shit ton of fuckers in there, and it, it sort that sort of pissed me off because it's like you're spending money, dude, and you're like, I'm trying to get something from this. You're yeah. here to fuck off. The Groundlings is a machine, too, yeah. You know? Especially at the beginning, like they just they're just come on, everybody, come on, and we're taking all that money, dude. And it, especially it, in improv, you go in there, it's like, well, I'm not an actor, I'm a lawyer, I'm, yeah. I just want to be able to talk in front of people. It's yeah. like, I'll get the fuck out of here. Well, man. see, I, I would say that's that's cool, whatever. I mean, you want to be able to, you know, you're a lawyer, it's yeah. it's improv, yeah, yeah. But the guy that's like, oh yeah, me and my chick, we just want to do something cool. Fuck sure, you. I was looking for something to do, you know, yeah. I came across, you know, hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> yeah, it's like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> like, improv classes are too fucking expensive to be taking for sure. nonchalant. Like, oh, I'm just going to fuck around and say, oh, how much is it? $500 for you? It's like, oh, Jesus Yeah, and Christ. I have to be here every Tuesday night with your stupid ass. Yeah. And you're not making me better, bro. Oh, you're man. fucking hurting me. I haven't taken an improv class in a long time. Wait, it's five hundred bucks for improv for improv for how many? Uh, what is it like six eight weeks something like that? And that's a class a week, I'm assuming. Yep, and then after that, they'll be like the next level. Like I'm speaking of like uh, Acme, right? No, I did. Um, I went to Groundlings. Ground because Groundlings is the same way. Yeah. What the fuck is it called? UCB Upright Citizen, like UCB iOS, all those. But I took I've taken classes on that. It's like four hundred fifty five hundred bucks, like yeah. four. And then you get promoted to the next level, and it's another five hundred bucks. And, and no one doesn't get promoted to the next. I level. mean, after the first, out of the first level, most people are getting promoted. The second yeah. and third ones, they start holding people back for sure. But I didn't get held back. I fucking. And, and let me ask you, as far as you, I mean, I, I went to the same school Steve did, and let me ask radio. you, what, uh, radio school, was it worth it for you? Well, improv school? Yeah. Did, did you learn anything? That uh, I yeah, sure, you- sure. But, like, at the time, especially, like, UCB is where, um, that's, like, where Will Farrell went to school and Tina Fey came out of there and all these all these people that having that on your resume, hey, I went there, like, is... It's just icing on the cake for no matter what it is. something, you right. know, which is stupid. But as far as what it actually adds to being able to be on television or in film, zero. Like, it adds fucking nothing. If anything, it fucking hurts. But, you know, that's not true. It doesn't hurt. But it doesn't teach you anything. It doesn't teach you, the like, 
where you need to be, how where you need to look, like how to act no, like, on camera. No, like acting, yeah, I, I don't think so. But it helped in radio because even Kevin, oh, bet. Sure. Kevin on the morning show when I was taking, he was like, "Hey man, what are you doing, bro?" I was like, "Why you're getting a little bit sharper?" I'm like, "Oh, just taking some groundings." Oh, I could tell, and because you you, you do get sharper because you're thinking on your toes and you're. Because for the for the groundings, you always we always did these exercises where you would go up and you're just taking it from the last guy, you know whatever sure. whatever's going on, you're continuing that story and you got to just bring it off the top of your head, and that's always good for radio. But a but bunch yeah. of wrestlers have done improv classes. They need them, too. especially in WWE. They fucking need there's it. There's a there's a story that I don't know how true it is that the Miz was in improv class and he had to miss their student show because WrestleMania was the fucking was the same weekend and they're like, All right, you, you don't have to go we'll still pass you, you don't have to cover the show. I guess you have yeah. to go to WrestleMania. But but you know, it does help out, man. It helps out a lot. I, to me it did. Um but at the same time, bro, I don't know, you know? I mean let's be honest. For shit like this you have it or you fucking don't. What's bro. happening right now? Oh, is I sitting up too tall? You too yeah, tall, yeah, for, you know. You I'm have it or you don't, bro. I, <sighs> you you can work on it if you somewhat have it, but if you ain't got it, none. Come on, bro. Come on, Doto. Ain't got it. Hilarious. I mean, this is this is awesome. Okay, no, the guy you guys, you guys, the guy you always say that I fucking talk shit on everybody. James Wing is my boy. He's sure. my he's a fucking friend, dude. Yeah, this one brings up his name all the time. Okay, to shit on him. That's but he's just not a comedian. This is not. This wasn't yeah. in the world. It just wasn't in the. You know, yeah. this wasn't for him. It, it's a hobby. It's not going to be more no, than that. dude. Not even that. There's people that can't even do it as a hobby, bro. Like really, nah, dude. And then there's people that are that are. See, look, I'm not a comedian. I'm not a stand-up. But you know this, Johnny, and, and they always say it. You can be even fucking funny as shit in front of your friends, but sure, in there's front also of a dudes, fucking audience. There's also, because there's like the math formula of writing a joke, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And there's plenty of dudes that get good at that that aren't funny in real life. Yeah. That you talk to these fools and they're not funny at all, but they know the formula of on stage how to write a fucking joke. If I had this plus this plus that... And you get fun, and you're, um, you know, a middling. <laughs> I thought community. butter was going to come out. Remember those yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Per K? You do your little bullshit, and it's funny. But then you talk to him in real life, and it's like this fool's not funny at all. Like, it's yeah. Funny. So, and but but for me, it helped out a lot because I think the hardest thing for radio personalities is being yourself. You know what I'm saying? That was one thing that I always got was was like. Everyone that ever... Which seems like the dumbest thing you could ever possibly say. I'm not myself. Like, what but the fuck? Like, of course you're not. Of course you're not. Yeah. I mean, the the best DJ, I, in my opinion, Sluggo, um, in the country, uh, I had asked him for some opinion. He's like, just be yourself, man. And I was like, God damn, motherfucker. I've heard that before. And then when you go in there, you're just in your own head, man. What is yourself? You know what I mean? Like... How am I not myself? Yeah. How am I not myself? I, I'm just speaking on me, right? But they, but it happens. You go on there and you start fucking becoming a what's up, everybody, like radio guy. Like, hey, yeah. welcome back. And the same thing, I think with with even like comedy, some guys that I've known that I've that I've you know seen and stuff, they go up there and they're fucking hey, you know, doing their whole song and dance and yeah, but. There's Even a, acting. Like trying to be, like trying to figure out, it sounds so stupid, trying to figure out how to be me on stage. Like how do I be me is 
so stupid. But I mean, but it's like a real journey because sometimes I watch it. I'm like, that's not, it's not me. Or I'm like I'm, you know, like, or I say something. I'm like, that's not how I would say it. You know? And it's like, what do you mean? You just did say it. Yeah, like just like that. Mouth, like bro. you, you went up there and you did say it. So what are you talking about? You wouldn't say it like that because I just heard you. Yeah. But. This shit always goes back to wrestling, but uh, Sami Zayn was helping cover for uh, Renee and her podcast, and he kind of touches on that because they ask him like, "Hey, how much? How much is this is personal, and how much did you learn to kind of create this craft?" And sure. he goes into this weird fucking like. I felt like I needed to be high to really understand, but it went all over the place. But at the end, I was like, "Oh, really?" That shit went fucking deep. Like, yeah, it was a really. I haven't got. I haven't finished the whole thing, but it was kind of interesting. But yeah, the whole concept of like who you are and. I mean, you've been programmed since a little kid that you got to be so, 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 so where does you as an individual kind of sprout out or how much of that has already been dictated? This fool Sami Zayn loves in real life, loves to like break down things and loves to examine it so much. This is a wrestler. Yeah, that other people hate him for like, well, they're like, dude, I can't stand that guy. And it's like, why? Because this motherfucker just can't like, hey, do you want to go to the movies? Well, did you know that actually fucking blah, blah, blah. <sighs> it's like, you motherfucker. Like, can't we just go to the thing and do it? And it's like, no, I want to fucking tell you about all of it. So that that actually is interesting to me. It's Speaking, Speaking of the movies, work, dude. Because that's all that dude does, character work. You don't even like the movies. No, dude, what? I went and I saw Ghostbusters, bro. What? No. You went to the movies? That's the movies. At I was, the movies? I, well, this is what happened. My friend, my sister's uh, a friend um, had a birthday party at the movie theater. So we rented out the movie theater. I love that. And then, you know, we all got to go in and shit. So you went to the movies, but you For didn't, free. like, you weren't, like, no, yeah, I yeah. just mean you weren't, like, out in the public going to the movies. You were well, yeah, like, I was yeah, at the movie yeah. theater. I had to get there. I, I had to go I'm in. had to say hi to people. I had to buy my own popcorn. You weren't but, sitting next to, like, a stranger or anything. No, no, by, no family. Uh, by the yeah. way, if you have not rented out a movie theater, I don't know what the pricing is now, but at the time it, it was like thirty dollars. No, it's no, no it's, it's hundred and twenty bucks, yeah. and you could bring twenty fucking people with you, and you get a whole theater. To I don't understand hundred. Why? Why? If I rent this whole thing, why can't I have more motherfuckers? Yeah, than why can't I pack it? Yeah, like uh, well, they're hey, gonna buy shit off of you. I don't make. make I don't make the movie. No, I'm rules. just saying. Or like, I get it if they're like, well, that's too many people. It's like, all right, well, let's make it more than. It's like, all right, it's $120 if I bring 20 people, or it's 300 bucks if I have, if I can the double that, man, you know, like, what? But you know what? They're stupid, because if you rented it out for 120 okay, they weren't going to sell those tickets anyways. Yeah. So you rented that bitch out. Now, if they allow you to bring more people, those people are going to go to the concessions and buy drinks. Not and me. Buy... I'm sneaking it in. All well, but it. someone's going to buy popcorn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're sneaking in a, a can of soda or a bottle. You're sneaking in a Snickers, but you're not sneaking in popcorn. Yeah. You're going to buy the whole popcorn dog. or a hot dog. By the way, I wouldn't want to sneak in popcorn to the movies. I don't give a fuck how expensive. That's kind of like the whole ambiance of like, look, in this day and age, you don't even got to go to the movies. You can get everything on HBO Go yeah. now. No, no, for sure. And it, and it was a good experience so to go back. So if you were going to go, get some popcorn. Yeah. Sure. And it was cool to go back to the movie. I haven't been since the whole pandemic. But it was actually fucking pretty rad to go into the movies and be in there and the whole night see all the the, the previews was there any and good, shit. Was there any good previews? I guess not because I don't really remember. How was Ghostbusters? Uh, it was good, bro. It what? was good. It was good. Because it wasn't, it wasn't like... I, I better watch myself. It wasn't like the all chicks reboot. The all chicks reboot, <laughs> or the you know, it was just 
It had the old school guys in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But just enough, not overdone where it's like, fuck, okay. And it's not a full reboot. It was just a fun movie. It had enough action. It had enough of the ghosts and enough. And and, and then the I guess the young lady um, in the movie, she's like the, the main person in it, you know? Yeah. And she's the one that's trying to get everyone together to fight and stuff. And it wasn't overdone. It was just, it was good, man. It was just a good movie. It was just written well. And, the, like, the action was good, and it just wasn't, you know, too over the top or too... I mean, it's Ghostbusters, fucking, it's over the top sure. already. But it just wasn't lame, you know <laughs> what I mean? over the top in a movie that had a giant marshmallow man. <laughs> and, then, and, and then you see a lot of those things because they make their way back in, you know, in different ways and stuff. So, it, But it was cool, man. It had a good time. Um, I guess it just wasn't expecting too much of it, but it, it was good. Sure, there's I, also that. Go. Because, I, I mean, it really came out. I mean, I, maybe I am have my head in the sand. I don't know that there's a bunch of advertising for it. I haven't really no. heard it's that pa- much about... Like, pa- Paul Rudd's in it, so I've seen a bunch no, of stuff yeah. with him. And I like Paul Rudd. I, well, it's, I love Paul Rudd. I would like to not like Paul Rudd, yeah. how, but how can you not? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? This dude just does cool movies, seems like a pretty decent dude. Like, you know, like, yeah. What the fuck am I supposed to do? So let me tell you guys, on the West Coast Pop Lock podcast, I give it... Eight dubs. Go <laughs> check it out. Wow. Eight out of how many? Ten? Eight out of ten, bro. Oh, man. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten bro. But you know what? In real life, you know that means it's got to be way better because it, it's, it's hard I for mean, Steve yeah, to like be anything. perfect movie. Yeah. It might. It might. Or but. it's just garbage in this movie. I mean, you're like, oh, what the fuck? You're like, after all the shit you talk about everything else, you Check like it out for this? yourself and let us know what you yeah, think. I, I have to go see it. By the way, I love storytelling. I think Johnny has to because obviously wrestling has a lot of yeah. it. When you can tell a, a fucking crazy story and fucking in multiple chapters, that's what's up. So I'm more intrigued. Like, fuck. All right. We're here now with that story. What happened between. Right. The last time we saw them in part, what, no one gave a fuck to to now and, you know, to kind of fill them. Do they kind of, you know, give some sprinkles of shit? Do you kind of? No, yeah, yeah. They give okay. a little bit of back, you know, story. And, and so it's good, man. Again, every week you will get a movie update. This one gets four dubs on the West know, Coast. Eight, 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 eight dubs. Eight dubs. On the West Coast Pop Lock podcast. Yeah, he was doing four out of five that time. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, honestly, it gets eight. It was good. It was a really good movie. Um, I don't know what else is out there that I'm going to have to go check out. Yeah, that was it because I looked up because I like to see. If I'm going to go to the movies, I want to see whatever's in IMAX right now. You yeah. Know? So I looked up to see what was in IMAX and it was like Ghostbusters. I was like, Ghostbusters? What the yeah. fuck? I had, no, I had no idea. And then I watched the trailer and found out that Paul Rudd was in it. I was like, yeah. oh, am I just a crazy person? Do I not <laughs> know anything? I think the next one for me is going to be the new Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. gonna be. I good. think it just I, went I, on sale yesterday. And the last one, I, it was all right. It Which one right. is is that? The, oh, where Jake Gyllenhaal is the bad guy the whole time? Yeah. Look at. Let me tell you. I, the people said that they saw that coming the whole time. I was. Uh, we ate edibles and I went, and I didn't see it coming at all. This one, they were like Jake Gyllenhaal is the bad guy. I was like. What? Like, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't fucking believe it. I was completely blown away. I thought that movie was the best movie I had ever seen in my life. Was it was the edibles. Oh well, yeah, of course. I watched it again, and it was like it was still good. But it, it, it was chill. But I saw it coming the whole time. Yeah, I just don't understand how there's a superhero, and no other superheroes are going to come help him. 
Like you guys all well, they don't like have, the last they movie the was all you motherfuckers. Yeah. All you guys came and fucking helped. Yeah, you're on your own this one. Now all of a sudden, like I'm in this one in Italy, wherever the fuck he was, and ain't no one can come help me. It's all like they Thor could, couldn't come from another universe. And they could, yeah, they could go across the ocean. Yeah. You, know, you know what, man? They're all doing their own superhero thing somewhere else. So they got else. shit to do. They're busy. Yeah, I mean. Like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, bullshit. Like, we all just, come on, dude. This guy's yeah, fucking. Yeah, 10 minutes ago, you guys were all together. Yeah. Now, you, like, you can't even get to you. You know what, Steve? And plus, he fucking took all the Stark's, like, cool-ass equipment. And yeah. You can't fucking. Shoot a flare in the air for Superman, <laughs> not Superman, but for fucking Help me out, somebody, man. Captain America. I don't know. Yeah. Fucking Hawk. You know who I think about a lot in the Spider-Man movies? This is, is uh, the guy who plays Ned, his buddy. The guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I think about is that dude is set. Number one, because he gets to be in these movies, and that's awesome. But he could just do comic cons for the rest of his fucking life oh yeah and just sign autographs $50 a picture for just a combo bag, for with just autograph. a bag of cash at the oh, end yeah. of the week forever he is, I, and then I wish that dude a long and fruitful career that's not what I, I'm not saying that he shouldn't get anything else but if he doesn't it don't matter this fool is good forever that dude's gonna fucking pull all kinds of fucking tail from the fucking cons I right mean, there probably a little bit of that Smash. too but I'm just talking about getting money I'm not even care about these fucking. That is, I didn't think about that. All those guys are like just those little little parts and shit. That's all I that, want is just a little run where you get something like that, and then you could just. But it would it. have to be on. It would have to be on like a like Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, look at there's the Harry Potter kids. There's a gang of Harry Potter kids yeah. that are still out there making money from having been Signing Harry fucking Potter. Wood fucking stick and they were in that shit 30 years ago, however yeah. long Harry Potter came out. There's so anybody in the MCU, anybody in any Star Wars movie, anybody in any of these franchise movies, man. All the Power so, Rangers. Know, horror movies. Horror, all the Power Rangers. All the Power Rangers. Any of the Doctor Who's. Like any kind of fucking... It's, it's funny you say that because I have one from American Me Puppet in American Me. Hilarious. He was at the swap meet signing fucking autographs. He charges, I think, it was like 50 bucks for a Polaroid and then he'll sign it for you. Like, who the fuck? Yeah. What hey, man, that, That's a good little lick for that dude. Are no, you no, no. Kill, I know, you know, but it's like, come on, dog. 50 bucks, bro. And it's enough that it's like 50 bucks. You're like, nah. And it's like, oh, fuck, man. It's fucking Puppet. Like, ah. The only way is if he chokes me, dude. Like, how he chokes me. Don't sure, look at don't me. don't look. Don't yeah. look at me. I was following him on Instagram for a hot second, and I was like, this is just the same shit. It's just advertising signings all the time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to go. And he wouldn't even sign, like, your DVD. You have to buy it from Sure, him. of course. Like, he, I don't give a fuck. Buy it. How following- much is it? A hundred. <laughs> I was following Miklo on Instagram for a while, too. It's like, man, get out of here. Yeah, and then they were trying to save the Beano, the fucking tree. Yeah. Which has no meaning for no, nobody. From the movie, that's what it has been. Yeah. So they were like, oh, they're going to cut it down. And people went over there and rallied, like, fucking save the Beano. We stick. love this movie. Get the fuck, get our job, bitch. <laughs> fucking save they the Beano. They have a job. Save the tree. That's yeah. Job. God damn. Not dude. all jobs pay you money. Hell no. Some jobs are just, you know, just do it because you feel it in your heart. <laughs> How was Thanksgiving, man? Uh, Thanksgiving was cool, man. It was good. Just hanging out with the, out with the family. Family, yeah. yeah. what'd you guys do? Anything Same good? shit. No, but I know Mario brought that fucking Popeye's chicken. Woo! That shit was good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? Uh, you know what? I definitely recommend it. Uh, if, if you hadn't heard, obviously we've been ramping up and talking about it almost every week, but Popeye's sells fully cooked frozen turkey. So you put that bad boy in the oven for like two Whoa, 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 whoa. 
fully cooked Cajun. Cajun. Yeah, not just flavors. It is beyond flavored with the Cajun styles of Louisiana. Fucking good. See? Fucking so I wasn't fucking wrong, bro. Yeah, you're not crazy. I've been talking shit about that fucking turkey, and I was like, oh, fuck, that turkey's bomb. And you got one, and you're not unsatisfied. You were very satisfied. You're hey, going to get another one next year. Uh, you, you know what? If, if people ask for it, I have no problem going to go back and go get one. Absolutely. I guess we almost, at my parents' house, there was almost no turkey this year. What do you mean? Well, well, because of the shortages? No. There was no shortage, bro. Because my sister, like, she don't give a fuck about turkey. She didn't want to really yeah. eat turkey. And everybody was like, why don't we, why are we, like, let's get something else, you know? And so I was like, all right, well, I guess we're not going to eat. Like, we'll get, you know, what they, they got, like, asada and, like, crab legs and all kinds of shit. But then my niece, was like, who's five, was like, I like turkey. And that's all my mom had to hear. She's like, this baby wants turkey. Yeah, she's she's going to get turkey. Yeah, so there was turkey. I was like, Asian buffet, crab legs and kind of salad. I was like, damn, homie. <laughs> Norwalk, there's an Asian buffet that has that. <laughs> yeah, bro. But uh, yeah, dude, it's like, you know, who? I don't hate on turkey. I think it's just that a lot of people don't know how to fucking cook it. Sure. And it's big. Like, if you don't have 100 people coming over, like, what the fuck are you going to do with all this turkey? I still have leftovers. Yeah, of course. Of like, this is like a giant ass uh, I'll take thing. some home, dog, if you need me to. Yeah. That Cajun <laughs> shit. Um, but if you, I had turkey, I mean, if I had th- if I was doing a Thanksgiving, we would not cook turkey. Dude, you can make turkey mole. You can make turkey enchiladas. You can make turkey sandwiches. Come on, there's a lot of shit. Forrest Gump. <laughs> I'm just saying, dog. Like, there's things you can do with it. I made a uh, ham last year, and <laughs> that thing did take a while. Like, I gave a lot of it away. Well, again, bro, yeah, if you need to get some of that Cajun, everybody's pass just passing turkey and ham to each other. Here, you want some of mine? Take some of mine. Take some of mine. No, nah, Hector, you're right, man. I he's talking about there was no shirts yeah. shortage. I had like four turkeys at home. We were trying to give some away. Cause my sister got some from work. They're like, here, we fucking. There's too many turkeys here. Yeah, no one's gonna eat these. No wonder there was a shortage. You guys, yeah, were, you guys were hogging. Them no, all but up. we were trying to pass them out. <laughs> we would literally hit up people, and they're like, nah, bro, we're cool. We got ten. We don't we want to turkey. Oh, we already got one. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, have another one, dog. Oh, Fuck. Oh. So I just told my sister. I said, you know, put this shit away. You can make there's turkey mole. You have one that fucking Christmas. Yeah, there's gonna be. There's gonna be. Yeah, there's you can have turkey whenever you want. Don't, yeah. don't worry, because the same thing's gonna happen with tamales. Everyone's tamales gonna be given out, and everyone's gonna have an abundance yeah, you, of tamales. Don't everywhere. give me tamales, bro. Don't you, give me you, your you fucking give tamales. Me you give me some. By yeah. the way, guys, I do have an update for this year's tamale challenge. Apparently, there's a new ringer. I I just heard that. Uh, uh, fuck. Del Taco, no, no, not Taco. What's the other one? Yeah, Taco Del Taco. Bell. They're they're coming out with some kind of new way to prepare your uh, your tamales with them. So I think you get something with chili cheese and then something like uh, oh, they can't be fucking they're chili cheese. With, they're yeah. biting fucking uh, wiener schnitzel. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying we're gonna have to throw that into the mix this Does year. Does Del Taco have chili? Does Del Taco have chili? Yeah, not good chili. They do. They yeah. Do have chili? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they have chili fries. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that sure little they, bowl of chili yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. They sure do. They, they do chili do. burgers. I think. I don't remember. Now they all, do they oh, no, like they a, do at, like, the OG Del Tacos. You can get the, like, like the one in, in uh, Barstow or whatever. Sure. 
Were you like a Barstow? Yeah, have you ever stopped at the Dude, Barstow? The Barstow I try not to. Is, the shit. Dude, is it really? You will never have Del Taco again because like, it's too good there. It's like the original how Del Taco was made is how they still make them, and it's way different. Yeah, no, right. way more different than like Mexican Coke versus regular Coke. You know what I mean? Like way more different wow. than that. Yeah. yeah, it's and they have that chili burger, and they have. Like I ordered a, I ordered what I would normally. I was driving out there one time, and I ordered what I would normally order at a Del Taco, like yeah. by the pad. And I got like two bags. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and everything was just bigger, and it had more flavor. I was like, if you guys would do this everywhere, everywhere else, like, uh, you guys would be fucking making. No. I mean, you're still making a lot of fucking money, but you would. It would be. You People know. would like Del Taco more. Yeah, I would. I they would, would speak, eat it a lot they more. Would speak higher of Del Taco. Yeah, I mean, Del Taco is a kind of spot. It's either late night or rush. Like fuck, oh, I'm fucking super hungry. I have to go fucking do this thing really quick. Go in there, get two burritos. They're five bucks. Bounce. I used to live walking distance from a Del Taco, man. Like, God damn. Yeah. That's the shit. And it was right down the street from the tattoo shop, too. We used to kill Del Taco. Yeah, there was one right like, there. That's the same one that I could walk to, and I lived in Harbor City. Like, man, that Del Taco. Jesus Christ. But, if, but Mario, next time you a go. A cup of fries? You get a giant cup of fries? It's the best. All I know is that's the one spot. It was me and a buddy, my the underdog. We went through drive through one day. And we fucking 60-something, 60 $66 later, we rolled out of there. I'm like, what? At Del Taco? At Del Taco. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? That's a that, lot of money. To that is a lot of money. For two dudes, like, dude, like, we're fat as fuck right Who's now. We 30 bucks Bro. Del Taco. Oh, but we ate, like, fucking And Del Taco's day. not even, like, one of the, like, Carl's Jr., you can spend $30. At Carl's Jr., super easy. Like, it's not. You only get a couple things. But Del Taco, you have to, like do some serious damage <laughs> to spend 60 plus dollars you know what fuck carl's jr i think they're way overpriced for like what they are i, th- I used to love carl's jr really i'm not anymore I, but i agree i can't get behind any of their burgers i think the only one thing i do like that they have is that angus monster thing that's the only I've thing that i love that season and the only reason why i love it so much it reminds me of an old burger king uh like uh cheeseburger they used to like come out with it tastes a certain way and they don't even do anything remotely close to that. Like that, a special Burger King burger that yeah. they don't make anymore? Yeah, long time ago. So it reminds me of that. And that's the only reason why I like it. I used to, I used to love Carl's Jr. Burger King too. God damn, I'm fucking hungry. I don't want to start talking about It's too late to be talking about food like this. I don't want to stop on the way home and get food like a fat turd. You know what? We'll blame Steve because we could have waited for the guest instead of him going to go get her right now. And we don't even know if this shit's even going to work. But it guess what? But I'm the master technician, so we're uh, something's going to happen. You're right, Hector. It used to be Carl's Jr. used to be like the best. Like it used to Their be. Their fries were It fucking. used to be head and shoulders like better than other fast food. It's like, yo, Carl's Jr. is way better. Now Remember the in and outs of what it was because I feel like in and outs just like a, a notch above just your regular fucking bullshit McDonald's. Like, I don't know, just quality better. But yeah, yeah I don't know. They kind of... I'm fucking hungry now. I know, me too. Dude, nothing's... Tacos. Go get some tacos. That's what... Yeah, that's normally what... That's normally my go-to on the way home. Hey, 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 hey. No, that's usually my go-to on the way home is go get some tacos. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, especially here in the hood, Compton, uh, 
I can tell you down Alameda, if you know, you just fucking, you're in the know. You go down Alameda, there's a shit ton of independent fucking taco vendors and all with their own different styles and vibes. There's some that actually make freshly made tortillas right the there one in on the, front of the you. The one on the way home, they make it on the truck. They make the tortillas right there. Damn. Yeah, fucking. Because at first I would get mad because they don't go two tortillas. They only go one tortilla. And it's like, that's kind of like, come on. But they only go one because they make them, you know what I mean? So it's like way better. But It's, it's... a different taste. If, if you never had a freshly made, like, tortilla home style, like, you are missing mm-hmm. out. And it is. I remember, like, uh, we were hanging out with my friend who's a chef. And they were bitching about tortilla chips. That we didn't have chips. And then he just made some. Deep fry them motherfuckers. He was like, I'll just make some right now. And it was like, oh, this Wait, is Wait, you can most- make chips? <laughs> it's like, yeah, full tortilla chips. It was the most amazing thing that I'd ever seen in my whole life. And it just took took like five minutes. Took like no time at all. And we had like these fresh, bomb-ass chips. I was like, this is... No one had to cook, man. That's like a special power. So I love when my mom makes chilaquiles and get the cut up of the fucking corn tortilla. Fuck oh, that motherfucker. I know. Sorry. Fuck. Come on. That's good, right. though, too. Yeah. Chilaquiles. That's, that's, that reminds me. What do they say? <laughs> And when I used to work in a factory, I still I someone has told me what they were saying. In my mind, whenever they were listening to the soccer game, they would always chant Kida Skina or whatever there's like there's something that would happen during the game where that chant where they would play that in the radio and I don't know what it was saying, but it was like something that would go on in the game all the time. But whenever they would say it, what I would hear was Chile Aquiles. It was what I know that's not they were saying, but all the time I was like, I know that's what they were saying right now. Close enough. <laughs> oh, it sounds like something like corner kick, something dealing with the shit or some shit. Oh we got uh, Steve checking Chile in Aquiles. on the chat. Just thanks a lot, Steve. Yeah, I'm sure that anybody who would listen to that would know exactly what I was talking about. Any kind of real football fan would. Is it the Wusel football? Call in at 909-475-7449. We're waiting for Steve to make it back into the studio. We're going to find out what it is to be into DJ school. I don't know. That's kind of a weird concept, but I guess any kind of school is can be considered a weird concept. But Yeah, if you have knowledge and you want to give it to people... Yeah, dude, I mean, if there's someone out there willing to pay for knowledge, I mean, fuck, I, I need to be out there fucking... Because it's like a closed thing. Like, how would you know, how would you become a DJ? Like, if you're like, I don't know how to do it. Like, not, and not even necessarily become a DJ, but know how to do DJ shit. How would you do that besides, you know, I, You know what? I, mean, I guess there's YouTube now. But, I mean, you know. yeah. I, I look. Hello, but, hello. Hi. <laughs> come on in. Oh, it smells good in here. Yeah. <laughs> you're on the other side. Okay. Do, 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 do. You know what? The first time ever on the West Coast Pop Blog Podcast, we actually get to see the guests get settled in. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Here, throw those on there. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Hi. Hello, hello. DJ Sister Q. You. Johnny. Nice to meet you. Mario 81. Super Steve Flores, and this is the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. DJ Sister Kim, yeah. thank you for coming in. We're just talking about Del Taco, how it, good it is in Barstow. <laughs> Del when Taco? Out, when you're on your yeah. way out to Vegas, the Barstow one is so different from all of them. Really? From every single one of you. What the hell? On purpose. Okay, yeah. good to know, good to know. Yeah. yeah, stop it, especially if you got the munchies, you go in there and you order, just don't order as much as you usually do, order less, because it's fucking... It's bigger. It's a lot I fuck bigger. with the dollar menu there all the time. <laughs> yeah. Del Taco? <laughs> 
Well, I, had, I had one time I had a fucking hundred dollar gift card because we used to do shit with them at K Rock when, when we stole a hundred dollar gift. No, 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 I got this. <laughs> one, I got one, and I told my homeboy Ray was working with me. I'm like, hey, Ray, get whatever you want, and I think it just like fucked him up because he was like anything. <laughs> and he got like a half pound burrito and some other bullshit. I'm like, you fucking kidding me, dude? You better order That's some shit, bro. Yeah. Anything? Who gets yeah. a $100 gift card from Del Taco? No, well, we used to do a sticker campaign uh, with us at K-Rock. A listener and, was supposed to get it. Just no, I mean, that was the gas cards, bro, not the fucking Del Taco. Oh, okay. uh, I want one for the 99. That's my store right there. The 99 cents <laughs> That's my store. Dude, yeah, it's like a dollar twenty-five now. Oh, well, yeah. Dollar Tree is about to dollar go up. Tree, okay. Yeah, dollar that's tree, the dollar tree. Oh, the ninety-nine still ninety-nine. Yeah, yeah, but they have like not ninety-nine stuff. Like it's better. <laughs> it's I, more, I like it better than the Dollar Tree. It's, it's more bougier. Yeah, is what you're trying to say? Yeah, okay, it's for those classy folk. Ninety-nine cent stores. Ninety-nine cent stores. More classy than Dollar Tree. You I can no get vegetables idea. there and like all this fucking produce. I was oh, like, okay. shit, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Target of fucking those stores. You know what I mean? Like, because Target, Walmart, yeah, 99 yeah, cents yeah, or Dollar yeah. Tree. Yeah. I would have guessed it was the other way, honestly. No. I would have guessed Dollar Tree. La 99. That's why we go, so La 99. Wow. <laughs> no, but I, I, you know what? She's right, because I would go to the Dollar Tree going, and there's like some shitty ass stuff in and there. it always smells like an old person's house. It does. Like, old people. <laughs> like, Damn. like it has that smell. <laughs> Yeah. I, I bought gla- I bought all the glasses that I had in my in my apartment from Dollar Tree. Honestly, yeah, so they have some nice ba- glasses. I, I got with a I'm basket like, the full fine of China? glasses. <laughs> yeah. Can I see your finest silverware, please? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, Steve, while you were outside grabbing our guests, we were actually talking about and actually preparing for what we're going to talk about. We talked about a little bit about school and the kind of the concept of like what it is to kind of go do that. I mean, obviously not too far fetched from radio school, but I mean, obviously our guest today went to. Uh, can you tell us the school that you went to? Be Junkie Institute of Sound. That's the my spot. Super cool. Junkie. Yeah. And it's crazy how it took so long for someone to do something like that. You know sure. what I'm saying? I mean, the best people. Like beat, you know, the beat junkies. I mean, for them to yeah. do it, just the proper people it, to do it, it but it like that's one of those things that needs the proper credibility behind it. Yeah, do you know what I mean. If but this you know, was a DJ school started by Joe Dickhead. Like, yeah, but you know what? Even Joe Dickhead would have got a lot of people. That's what I'm trying sure. to say. Like, yeah, it was yeah, a yeah, need yeah. that wasn't met forever, and it's awesome that these guys are the ones that met that need. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that they're like. They have so many years doing this, and the fact that they're willing to, like, share all that knowledge is yeah. awesome. Like, because a lot of people are stingy about it, you know? Like, I don't, I don't want people to, like, know how I do things. But, yeah. And they're very, like, we want you to get it, like, but it's kind of, like, on you, too. Like, they give you the tools, but it's up to you to, like, practice it and, like, yeah. apply it sure. to what you're doing, which is what I try to do. And I'm getting pretty dope, so. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I didn't even know I could do this, honestly. Like, And they tell me all the time, like, man, it's a trip to see when you started to now. Because I've been going there for, like, two years. Yeah, like, over two years, actually. I started in 2019. Mm-hmm. And I did the intro, because you have to do intro to DJing. And that's more for, like, if you've never touched turntables in your life or if you're a DJ who wants to, like, brush up your skills or whatever or learn, like, the technical aspect of it. So I was like, I'm down. Like I And it's the Beat Junkies. Like, I yeah. look up to them. So I'm like, I'm going to go. And sh- the fir- and that one's only like an eight-week program. And I was already hooked. I'm, I said, okay, take my money. Like Now, <laughs> are the Beat Junkies there? Because you know how it's oh, like my name's yeah. on it. But then it's just like, oh, you no. know, yeah, yeah. Quan so, Tom. And- first of all, Mr. Chuck and 
DJ Babu have been my instructors since I've been there. But there's also Melo D and Redmatic, and like they all kind of um, like on different days of the week, it's different guys. Yeah. So the ones that I've been going to have just always been Mr. Chalk and DJ Babu. But I've met Redmatic and all of them, and they're all so freaking cool, man. And it's just like crazy to be around them. Because yeah. they're just people, like, but you look at them as, like, oh, my God, you guys are, like, the sickest DJs, especially if you're, like, into DJ culture and, like, yeah. turntablism and stuff. So, sometimes I look at them, like, damn, you guys are just regular dudes who do some dope-ass shit. And I think, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Mr. Chalk, well, shout out to Mr. Chalk, cool ass dude. That's my favorite man right there. He's fucking dope. Like, he just, like, encourages you and he tells you, like what's up and how it is and DJ Babu is very like mellow and like doesn't really say much he's a man of few words but when he does like you're like fuck you got a lot of you know a lot of shit <laughs> so, so you have a go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say so three years what actually made you decide to actually go there like one day like oh my god I just wanna go learn how to DJ or well I actually had been DJing already for six years before I went there but it was I kind of just like self taught and like it's I like never, a wrestler going to wrestling school after they've been doing it for it's like I'm actually gonna go like I'm gonna and like learn. commit sure. yeah so I was like I want to learn like turntablism and like like the real way of doing things because I always felt like I was more of like a selector than I was like a DJ and like I always felt like ah like there's so much more I need to know and to have a place that can actually like show you physically how to do things and like because it's one thing to watch like a youtube tutorial or something like oh how to beat match or how to scratch this and that but when they teach you and you see it like broken down you're like damn that's how you do that like i never knew so yeah i just decided i had actually heard about it through because i i go to this record store by my house because i live uh like near montebello so on Whittier boulevard there's this record store called record jungle and I actually heard of Beat Junkie Institute of Sound opening in 2017 through that record store and through one of my homies that worked there. So he's like, hey, this is opening up. They did like a whole little like a uh, grand opening type of thing. And they like kind of like merged or whatever with Record Jungle and them. And they had flyers and stuff. And I said, damn, that's tight. So then I looked into it and I didn't do it for like the first couple years it was open. And I said, you know, because I was kind of scared, like, oh, man, like, what if I suck? And, like, what if I think I'm, like, this dope DJ, but I'm kind of not? And, like, <laughs> and Reality I was, check. By the yeah. way, don't yeah. don't ask Steve if you want an honest <laughs> opinion. Don't ask Steve. Yeah, I'm the one who invited her here. Don't, <laughs> true. don't ask Steve if you want a brutal answer. That's all we're saying. Hey, I don't mind, like, criticism and stuff. Like, that's why I went there, because I know that they'll be honest with you and, like, push you. And so I did the intro. Oh, excuse me. I did the intro, and... Yeah, they pretty much just teach you the basics, like how to use turntables, um, how to beat match. They teach you, like, basic scratching and stuff. And you do it all on vinyl. They give you this, like, a uh, school record, and it has, like, the, ah, uh, it's fresh sounds and, like, just different stuff that you could play around with. So I did that eight weeks. I said, damn, this is freaking tight. And it's kind of like, oh, they give you the taste of it, and, like, they hook you in there, and they're just like, okay, well, if you want to continue, you could sign up for what they call foundation, which is what I just graduated from, like, a couple weeks ago. And that one is, like, w way more complex. Like, they show you all types of shit. Like, you go through different levels. You go through house music. You go through break beats. You go through uh, just scratching a lot, like, a lot of scratching, um, beat matching, different genres of music and like everything's a level so they you have like something called vinyl finals and you do like 
after each level, you have to perform in front of the class, everything you. that they taught you, yeah, and in front of them, which is more nerve-wracking because yeah. it's them, and I'm like, ah, but yeah, up until the end where you choose your own music, you do your final performance, and you have to pretty much put everything that you learned into your performance, which sure. is what I just did, which was pretty freaking dope, and like... I got to go second to last, so I'm like, oh, does that mean Ooh. I'm good? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it was it was fun. Like it was amazing, and the only thing that sucked was like the whole COVID thing. It kind of like set us back a lot. Sure, because we were supposed to finish that in like eight months or like ten months, and it took like almost two years because they had to shut down the school, and then they had to like open again, and then okay, we got to wear masks and you got to do this, and but like eventually it opened and we were able to finish. And I'm like, oh, finally, but. I actually recently just signed up for Structure, which is the last and final level, and, like, the master class there. So, yeah, I just enrolled, and I'm in. How many people in class with you? Um, 12. So oh, it's very that. limited. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I got my spot already, and I had told them, and they were like, you need to join Structure. Like, you got to do it. If not, we're going to hunt you down. I was like, all right. <laughs> but I want to continue there, so I signed up, and I think I started in February. Super cool. Is it like Top Gun school where you become an instructor after? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I could teach people on my own. I don't know. But I'm just like, damn. It it still trips me out, like, where I'm at now as opposed to, like, two years ago. Because I've always had, like, a pretty good ear for music and, like, just all types of music and stuff. But, like, knowing all this, like, I don't listen to music the same. I don't no like shit. yeah like I'm like literally like applying everything they taught us all the time every time I'm like oh I hear music. what you did right there yes. man. get the fuck out of here and it's amazing especially when I see other DJs I'm like fuck man I always wondered how people like did that and now I know and it's dope like to just know so I'm like does it make you appreciate DJs even more oh yeah now that you know a little it's like oh shit I know I know how hard that was mm -hmm. like there's DJs there's turntablists and like I said there's like selectors to me sure like you could select music and have that good ear and kind of like you know like vibe but to have like actually like curate your music and like know where you're gonna drop and like have little like tricks that you do and just like the little subtle things like that's what really gets me like damn like you know what you're doing. Hell yeah. And I want to be like that. You know, I sure. want to be that DJ. Like, because I respect it so much, especially now. So, so you apply this to your reggae uh, show oh, yeah. on Twitch? And yeah. You do a Pretty couple much everything that I play, yeah. I apply it to it. I try to. I try to at least, like, apply some of it. Sometimes I kind of just, like, fuck it. I'm going to play, like, what I'm feeling at the moment. But when I, like, work on my sets and stuff, I'm always thinking about what they tell me. Are you more of a Twitch DJ or do you do clubs? And- oh, no, I, I'm out in the world a lot. I just haven't been recently just because I kind of been like really busy with like my own life and stuff. But yeah, I DJ on Twitch a lot. Twitch has been cool through COVID. It's been a cool like platform yeah. to like play whatever you want with no pressure. Like no one's hovering over you and seeing like, oh, how are you doing that? Especially like as a girl DJ, like it's always like that one guy <laughs> that's like standing there like girls can sure. do that. So now, so, and I always got that question, like, oh, you're a DJ, but can you scratch? And I'd be like, oh, I kind of just, like, play my vinyl. So sure. now when they tell me, oh, can you scratch? I'm like, like yeah. Fool, let's go. You want to set it up? You yeah. want to have a battle right now? You want to have a <laughs> DJ battle, battle, fool? Scratch your Don't face. tell me shit. That's what I even was telling Babu and Chuck, like, 
now I can fucking tell people like, yes, I can scratch. Yes, I can do this. Like, don't question like the the validity of my DJing Woo! based on like what I can and yeah, can't yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Don't but now I shit. can now I can be like, yeah, I can actually. You want to see? Yeah, let's <laughs> so, do this. But you know what? At the same time, there's also different kind of DJs. I've never been asked like when people ask me about DJing, like, can I scratch? I've actually never been asked that ever. Do, so uh, for some reason, music. they always ask me that, and, and it yeah, depends too. Like, what if you're a house DJ? You're playing Morrissey the cure though no, no, no one's hold on, fucking hold on. asking that, that, if you could scratch over the, the more you seeing the stuff that's like the club stuff but I've been DJing for like almost like close to like 30 fucking years and I do it all and I get hired for parties and shit but never once have I ever been asked oh do you scratch like they just they ask like oh you DJ like what do you DJ like yeah like what, what do you fuck? play like I mean Anything. I don't get asked like every time but there's been so many times where well, someone's like dudes can you just scratch try to be a, dudes just trying to be a dick to you too yeah and, I, and you, I'm like yeah. um honestly no not really like I never lied about it but now I'm just like you know what yeah I can fuck you we like, got another question I'm not the greatest in the world but I practice a lot and everything that I learned in the short amount of time that I've learned it has been pretty it's dope like, you know like, who taught me you know who taught me who taught you my oh, sensei yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chalk and baboon yeah, man dude I cried so hard at my graduation too cause like you know they tell us like oh how far you've come and stuff and I'm just like dude I was like crying. I was like, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Dude, I was a weenie. Like, all my pictures, my eyes are all red. That wasn't from crying, though. Yeah. Did you already have your DJ name picked? Because I know you have to pick your DJ name. Yeah, I just used the DJ name that I've always had. Um, I kind of just, like, I always kind of wanted to change it, but I said, damn, I'm too far in now. Like, I have to just own it and just, like, fuck it, whatever. That's my DJ name. Because <laughs> everyone asks that too. What's your DJ name? I'm sure. Like, ah, DJ Sister Cute. <laughs> and you can that's the original name you had from the get-go. Yeah, from the jump, that's been my name. Um, I used to go by, like, Selectress Sister Cute because I felt like I was always, like, a Selectress and sure. stuff. And, but then I just dropped it, and I was like, yeah, that's too much. Like, let's just simplify it. And just Sister Cute. And now I feel like worthy to say DJ Sister Q. DJ Sister Q on Twitch, and you have a reggae show. Mm -hmm. What what other stuff do you have? Um, I have a reggae show called Blazy Sundays that I do. I was doing it every Sunday, and I played reggae in the afternoon for like two hours, just old reggae, 70s, 60s. Like, I stick to the old shit. I like the new shit too, but mostly it was like 70s roots reggae, rock steady, dancehall, ska, like things like that. And. Just for people to vibe and smoke one. So it's Blazy Sunday because it's Lazy Sunday. So yeah. I say, hey, why Blazy not? Blazy Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. So it was my Blazy Sundays with Sister Q. I haven't done it, but I'm planning on doing it again. And I had this other show that I started playing Dark Wave and like Ooh. things like that. And I call it, <laughs> I called it It Is Darks. Ball oh. started tingling. It Darks. It Is What? What did you call I it? I called it It Is Darks. Hell yeah. It Porque Darks. Que? It yeah. Is Darks, okay. It Is Darks. <laughs> yeah, Mario, It Is Darks. <laughs> yeah, so if you're Darks, you'll like my show. Nice. <laughs> That's the best. I play Dark Wave, you know, uh, Cold Wave, Synth Wave, like all that goth shit. I will say that now that we're in the future and the future is now, the only way you were able to get that kind of shit was going to the fucking the the, the nightclubs, the undergrounds, that sure. you need to know somebody to get you know, to be yeah. there, like kind of shit. That's the kind of era I grew up in and fucking really get to like learn to appreciate this fucking music and now it's just really It's badass, dude. It's fucking badass, like And now that Anyone can do it on there, and people are doing these shows and still continuing that fucking vibe, and 
Now you got badass DJs who can scratch and, <laughs> and just put it in the, the time and the effort. That's what's up. Yeah, like I fucks with hip hop a lot, like a lot of music, honestly. But just for those two shows, that's what I actually have as a show on Twitch. But other than that, I kind of just jump on there and like vibe out whenever I feel like. Do you, you find yourself vibing out more to hip hop now because of the school? Oh, yeah. Like I've always loved hip hop and like appreciated it. But now it's like I look at it differently. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, like, it's a whole, like, cult. I mean, it's always been a whole culture, but even just to know, like, the DJing aspect of it is like, damn, that's DJing own, is important, like, you yeah. know, to hip hop. So it's just, it's it's pretty cool. Like, it's amazing to, like, evolve throughout the years and just keep trying new shit. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> so now you're going to do the break dancing. And then oh, the, 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 all the elements, the elements, all the elements. She got one down. Yeah, I'm gonna get all the elements. Yeah, b-boying, graffiti, yeah. MCing. Yeah. So in your class, was there uh, what was the breakdown, men to women? Um, in my class, there was three girls. Oh God, because I only asked because the only yeah. two people that I've known that have gone there are you and another woman that I've known fucking forever. Yeah. So I didn't know if it was like, is there a, a whole class full of women DJs going on? In no. There? So, they, yeah. It's usually like we're sprinkled in there. Yeah, we're sprinkled in there. But I've, I've seen a lot of girls go through there. Like, I've seen like, you know, like their posts and stuff. And I'm like, that's tight. There's like fucking five girls in there. But in my class, it was only three. So, but... I'm used to being one of the only ones. Sure, it don't know? matter. I was just wondering. <laughs> yeah, but it's cool. It's cool because everybody, like, and it's cool when you see everybody kind of evolve because you're like, some people kind of just have it, like, sure. you know, naturally. And then some people like, okay, you've literally never touched turntables. And then to see them go from that to like, their yeah, evolution is happen. like, <laughs> damn, like people, you, we can really learn this shit. You just have to like apply yourself. So I always tripped out like, yeah, I knew turntables. I knew how to, touch everything sure. and do everything but I never knew that I could like scratch or like what my dominant hand was and like oh shit you scratch on the left a lot of people scratch on the right and I'm like oh it's cause I'm a lefty maybe that's why I'm like so it's a trip how your brain kind of like adapts to sure. shit so I'm like oh shit I can do like all this oh, shit now and I'm like oh <laughs> it's there's power in not being good at something and then getting good at yes. it. Yes. Like the power of knowing. I mean, because you take that into the rest of your life. You remember, I used to suck at DJing too, and now I can do that. Yep. So this new thing that I suck at, well, you know what? I'll bet you if I keep doing it, I'm yeah. going to get good at this too. So, yeah, and you like, have those breakthroughs. Like they tell you, you're not going to have a breakthrough in class. But if you go home and you practice this shit, you're going to probably have a breakthrough and then come back and be all excited and say, hey, I got it. And that was always me. Like I was like, I'm going to get this shit watching. When I see you next week, I'm going to be... I'm have it down and I would do it every day every day every day every day I still do it I still try to practice like at least a couple of times a week but I'm like damn it's crazy because I used to like record myself just doing like basic little scratches and I look back at it and then I see like my recordings from now and I'm like damn that's freaking crazy like, like, man, I got so much better like yeah, yeah and I was like here. thinking I was kind of good back then and but then I kind of was like ah, I kind of suck at this I don't know if I'm ever gonna get it and then like fast forward like six months and I'm like totally different I'm like Damn, this is crazy. <laughs> it's just a practice, correct? Just yeah. Practice, getting, all, getting, getting the reps. Yeah, and then it just kind of turns into like, oh shit, it kind of comes naturally now. Like, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's all about reps, John. You know about reps. Reps. Standing up. Reps. For people, getting Stupid. in the mic. First. <laughs> Raps. Yeah, Johnny does stand up. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I love stand up. I did stand up like in high school. 
And uh, they always told me like, come to the open mics and shit, you're yeah. funny. And then I'm like, I'm not funny. I'm just kind of paisa. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, it's the way that I say shit. Yeah. <laughs> There's a demographic for that. Yeah, that <laughs> works. Look at there it. Is However, a- you get laughs. That doesn't. It doesn't matter <laughs> if it's how you say things or what you're saying. All that matters are all those people laughing. That's all that matters. But it's scary, honestly, so yeah, props sucks. on that. Oh, that shit is scary. Much. By the way, you're on the right side of town and on the right side of the show just for that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, that's, uh, that's, that's what we roll in. <laughs> yeah, I can tell we're out here. <laughs> so we do have a setup. Sister Q, I don't know if you wanted, if you could do a little something for us, maybe? Shit. I've never really scratched on the controller, honestly. I do turntables, like oh, so they so they have turntables there, not just controllers, or yeah, like they have a turntable setup and at That's each station, cool. and they actually have a new class that they that they just started, um, I think last year or this year, called controllerism, and they teach you how to fuck with controllers like hard, like all crazy yeah. like that. But everything's turntable style there, so I do Serato as well, but I do it on my turntables, like okay. with my records, so. I mean, I would, but I that's awesome. I've I never... love it. You do vinyl. That's it. Yeah. Well, I I did vinyl pretty much all of the time that I was DJing up until I started going to the school, and they were like, "Okay, we went through vinyl. Now we're gonna do Serato level." And they like hook you up with Serato, show you the ins and outs of it, and then you just kind of like play with it. And I'm like, "Oh shit." This is so much easier. Like, why have I been carrying crates of records around? Like, <laughs> that shit hurts my back. Yeah, that was. I remember being so mad because I was hanging out with a bunch of dudes who were fucking doing their thing. And then vinyl music. culture is very like, oh, that's right. Cool. And like, then like we used that used to be like a source of pride, dragging crates of records around. And now it was show, a dude showing up with his laptop. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I was hating on it for a bit. Like, man, vinyl is final. Blah blah yeah. blah blah. And then uh, and then I started doing it, and I was like okay, vinyl's cool. I'm like, but it's always cool to, like, have some more music that you might not have on vinyl because it's so limited and, like, yeah, you don't have all the new shit and, like, there's some dope new music out there that you can't get on vinyl. So I'm like, I'm all for the digital and, like, evolving and just being able to do both. Sure. I remember I was one of the first DJs in my group to get that, and at that time, that shit was like six hundred bucks. I bet. People weren't trying to drop that kind of money on some, like, new shit like that, but... I was one of the first ones. Fuck yeah. Uh, he's, he's an early Fuck. Yeah, he's And an you've early seen adapter. it like evolve, huh? Oh, sorry, early adapter. Sorry that I got it for free when you had to pay six. <laughs> Never got it for free, but fuck. Saw that shit evolve from day one and to it's where crazy. that shit is yeah. now. It's fucking. No, like, I'm like, no wonder everybody thinks that they can DJ like. Because you could just download that shit and say, oh, and use it. I'm doing like, it. Aren't you just going to hit the sync button? Oh, people hate on that. That's why they tell us, too. Don't be a don't be a laptop watcher and don't be a sync button pusher. Like, you got to, like, beat match through your, like, Ooh, ears. Ooh, like, you, you have to us. know how to do this. Yeah, they teach you sure. how to beat match through your ears. And they tell you, nope, don't look at the screen. You fucking listen and you adjust the way you need to adjust. Because it's like oh, in, in tattoo. Things have evolved so far because you used to have to make your own needles. You used to have to like do. There's all kinds of things that you used to have to know how to do in order to tattoo, make your own ink. Like you have to know how to do all this shit. And now it comes pre. It comes prefab. You man, they manufacture needles. They made and so it's just like all these people that don't know how to do the technical side of it. That if you just dropped them off. Or if their shit stopped working, they would have no idea how to do any of this. So yeah. it is, like, it's like you take away these people's laptops, and all of a sudden they can't DJ. It's like, yep. oh, uh, Or they, like, they look at a pair of turntables, and they're like, they're what like, the fuck, fuck is What this? am I yeah. supposed to do with that? And <laughs> I'm like the opposite. I look at a controller, and I'm like, what the 
Oh, you guys are in the future, <laughs> man. I'm, in the, like, I'm not in the future. I know how to do this. I'm like, I liked it for a minute. Like, I liked it on that. But I'm always down to learn. Like, I want to, I want to actually invest in one and just kind of have that. Because, man, nobody wants to be carrying, like, turntables around all day. Like, yeah. Even though my homegirl right now, shout out to my homegirl, Steph. She's a pinstriper. Um, she's, like, fucking decking out my my turntable cases to make them look like lowrider style and she's pinstriping them and everything like start to finish she's badass I don't know if you've ever heard of Danny D he just like recently Mm -hmm. passed away and he was like a big dude in in, like the lowrider type shit and yeah she's like his protege so she's fucking good that's another one of my homegirls that's like she's she's fucking good she's dope so that's pretty cool that's my best friend like that's I'm very much into whatever you have like customize it, like pinstriping or putting your name or whatever. So that's fucking awesome. Dude, like, I'm oh, waiting for those. I'm like, where's my cases back? Yeah, give me that shit. But she's like, I, I got you. Like, she's just doing them for me out of the kindness of her heart. And I was like, dude, the minute that those are done, I'm going to be like, I got gigs. Anybody uh, yeah, I need can't me to wait. bring my shit? I can't <laughs> wait to drag this around. I know. Check I would be out. happy to drag that out. around. Yeah, because she's, she's badass. She, like, does custom painting and, like, start to finish. She knows how to do everything. So she's fucking tight. Mario hates dragging that shit around. I hate dragging anything fucking around. That, the, why, the, Lucky for me, there's always a dude right there that's like, you want me to carry this? Hilarious. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and Go now, ahead. And Wait. now after you carried my shit, you know what I want you to do? Bounce. <laughs> Get the hell out of Honestly, here. Yeah. As he's carrying it, he's like, hey, can you scratch? <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will say at the end of every Almost Club Fun City, whatever vendor, normally the female vendors always show up by themselves at the end of the night. Fuck. You got some help. I like, here we <laughs> That's go. That's the cool thing about it. <laughs> now, but sometimes I'm like, nah, I got my shit, don't you? Like, don't worry about it. If you got can't carry, this is mine. Yeah, this is I'm just trying to be me. nice. <laughs> I own it, fool. <laughs> if you think I can't carry it, I own it. Shit. Don't need you. I've been carrying your ass the whole time. <laughs> Get out of here. So do you have any uh, places where you're going to be uh, DJing at so we can go check you out? Or uh, are you on, uh, obviously, you're on Twitch? You, what's your social... Uh, handle so we can follow you and get all the d- updates yeah so my twitch is actually just sister underscore q and i've been building my twitch channel for a minute man i was trying to get to 1k it was hard i stopped for a long time but like it's pretty cool when like you get random followers or like people raid your channel and like people discover you through other djs like that's what i like about twitch is like you can raid each other and like have whole little events where like okay these djs are spending this long and like you just raid 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 um, I gotta get more on Twitch. Honestly, I've just been really busy, like, with my own stuff, but, um, I don't really have any gigs coming up right now, because i kind of just been focusing, like, on my life. Because sure. DJing takes up a lot of my time, like, and I like to put the effort into it, but, so, recently I kind of just, like, took a little break from gigs in the world, and, because I'm trying to get on my fitness, man. That's right. I'd be healthy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So no, I've yeah, been on that. I, yeah, I follow her. I don't know how I came across you. To be I don't honest. know either, honestly. <laughs> yeah, but she also does the uh, um, what's it called? The challenge is it called challenge? Oh, the camp. The, the camp. camp. The camp. I've been going there for two months and I lost twenty five freaking pounds. Hell yeah! Come on. Yeah. <laughs> At the hardest time of the year to lose weight. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? You got Thanksgiving. You got the fucking tamales. You got <sighs> a fucking seas can. I still been going to, and I'm just like, oh man. <laughs> but I still like, like lately I've been eating what I want like I try to keep it kind of like balanced cause it's all about balance but 
I was doing the strict shit for like a minute and then I was like, okay, lost 20 pounds. Okay, okay, I'm good. Let me start eating what I want now. And drinking. (laughs) I didn't drink. I was like, I want to drink, damn it. Yeah, I, I think I came across you from Bubba Master. Oh, that's the homie right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I've uh, known him for a minute because I used to be a Scott kid. Like, yeah. I was at all the backyard shows out here, like, in Compton and Southgate and all Hell that. Like, yeah. that's what I was doing when I was 16 is, like, Scott shows, punk shows, and, like, hey, fill up my balloon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I've known that guy for a, for a minute as well. Yeah, Viernes 13, that's yeah. how I met him. Yeah, I've known them. When they, well, the lead singer used to work at Greenspan's, bro. Go to Greenspan's and pick up shit. He'll be kicking it there. What's up, oh? Oh, uh, fucking Juan? Can we go, yeah. dig, can big we go trenza? Can we go dig around in the back for a while? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all this junk. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, that was my scene. That's kind of how I got into, like, DJing is um, through that scene of, like, all those musicians. I would just go to all that shit. And then, you know, you start to befriend people and, like, oh, shit, I see you all the time. And, yeah, I met him and, like, a bunch of people in those bands and stuff. And one of my homies, actually, shout out to Richard from Matamosca. I don't know if you've heard of Matamosca. It's another one of those ska yeah. bands. He's had him on his show. He has a show here, too, called Pigs Radio. And they do all the bands and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so fucking Richard him. is my homie. And he got me into DJing, actually, because he was like, you know what? You have, like, a really good, like ear for music and you like a lot of dope shit. He's like, you should help me one day DJ. Because he would DJ, like, in between bands at those shows but when Matamosca had to go on he had like this window of time where he's like okay I'll show you how to use my shit and then like just help me like play whatever you want Mm -hmm. so he showed me on this old ass big block looking thing like and it was his CDs too he's like okay you just gotta do this this and this play whatever you want so I started doing it with him like in between bands and then I said you know what in 2012 I was like I wanna DJ like for myself like I wanna teach myself so, yeah, I, I'll never forget January 2012 is where I said, okay, that's my New Year's resolution. I'm going to buy my shit. I'm going to buy my turntables and all the little whatever I got to buy. And I just kind of, like, started collecting records. And, like, I had a big old collection of CDs and, like, a bunch of digital music. So I just pretty much taught myself. And thanks to Richard, really. And then I taught myself and I just, like, started saying, hey, like, if anyone needs me for any gigs. And, okay, yeah. And then that just kind of happened. And, and I've here. been DJing ever since. It's going to oh, be 10 yeah. years in January. Yeah, 10 years. decade. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I want to have a whole anniversary shit, like, for you real. Should. When's your yeah. anniversary? January 1st. January, January oh, right. 20, 22 is 10 years, yeah. And I'm turning 30. I've been DJing since I was, like, 20. So I'm still pretty young, but 30, that's real young. 10 that's years. Young, yeah. 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 That has to be epic because that's your dirty 30. Yeah. So that's going to be nice. Yeah, and that's coming up on the 14th of December. So Ooh. I'm oh, like, man, I want to do like a whole ass little photo shoot and shit. Like, I want to have like all my shit. Absolutely. <laughs> that's why I'm not? telling my friend, finish my cases, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you need that photo turning shoot. 30, it's my 10 year anniversary. I need them cases. Like, I've never committed to anything this long. Like, <laughs> relationships, nothing. nothing. Like, DJing has been the one thing that has, like, kept me, like, going, honestly. Do you date DJs? Um, not really. You see the look on her face when you ask yeah, her? Yeah, I was about to say, Disgusting. It's usually the bitch-ass musicians that get me. Hell yeah. <laughs> the ones in the bands. I'm like, get away from me. Why do you have to like music? <laughs> Fucking band guys. Bastards. Especially them ska guys. Them <laughs> ska guys are <laughs> trouble. They're okay. Skanking it up. Yeah, you're skanking it up, bro. They are. They're little man whores too, Sus. man. <laughs> my, my friend used to tell me that, like, damn, your 
the, you're the downfall of Ska right now. I'm like, Hilarious. why? Because that fool's over there trying to get at you. And I'm like, yeah, they're You're whack. destroying the scene. <laughs> <laughs> you're breaking the bands. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but everybody's dope. Like, everybody's cool. But, yeah, you know, you got your little man horse out there. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to sure. y'all, motherfuckers. Nah. Oh, I, thought you about to, I thought you about to start saying oh, yeah, names. Yeah, they're names. Like, yeah, first of all, damn. No. <laughs> Yeah, some fucking band's about to break up tomorrow, shit. They ain't going to see that 10-year. But hell yeah. No, like I said, I don't remember exactly how I started following you, but then I checked out your reggae uh, show, which was pretty dope. And I, don't know, I think I, I saw you up. in the comments one day. Yeah, or I in threw the some chat room. about yeah. stickers. You know, oh, support. yeah, he did. He, he freaking supported my stickers. I should have brought some. It was these. I made these stickers. This one chick actually made this logo for me. I was like, I want a woman to like make like some original art for me. Sure. So she's her sure her name is O Beatrice on Instagram and she does a bunch of dope art and stuff. And she just created this out of one of my pictures. And nice. I had purple hair at the time, so <laughs> Yeah, so I saw her there and she was doing like the reggae one was the one I was listening to all the time. Give me a little alert and if I was at the pad I'd throw it on and just chill. Just a bunch of old reggae. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what it was. And that was the cool part. It wasn't just like the typical shit that you hear. You know what I mean? Sure. Oh, I dig deep for my shit. Yeah. I, I really like, like I was into reggae and like deep roots reggae, like hard to where I was like digging for shit and like And then she'll explain it like, hey, you know, this is this and that, whatever from, you know, whatever. You I don't know? like to be stingy. I'd like sure. to tell you, like, this is the artist. This came out in 1970 on this label. Sure, you're not trying to be like, oh, what, what, what was that? Because yeah. there's the always people asking. Yeah, 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 there's yeah, people yeah. asking, like, oh, who is that? I'm like, oh, this is Dennis Brown, and this song is called da-da-da-da. Because a lot of people, like, like the sound of reggae, and a lot of people think, oh, it all sounds the same. But it kind of doesn't, and there's so many artists and, like, sub-genres of it that it's cool to like explain it to people sure. i try to create like a show like an interactive type of look show. there's a lot of people streaming on twitch yeah. you have to have something Some, you know, you have, yeah right, right yeah. out there when you have knowledge you got you know like, yeah. gotta share it yeah. yeah gotta share that shit and then i would, and then I would I be I like blaze it yeah <laughs> and then i would shazam it and then i created my own playlist playlist off of that you know oh, what i mean yeah. so at home i'd be like all right she ain't playing this sunday but fuck i am you know playing my yeah shit. i gotta get back on it man maybe i should do it sunday you got me. You got me there. Blazy Not this Sunday. Sunday. I'll be working. It's Blazy Sunday, though. Not this Sunday. Ooh. I'll be at the Tamale Festival in Indio. Ooh, we Indio. We got the Michela Rumble. Uh, well, it's not the Michela Rumble oh, Garden. I missed but it. Thank I you for a, inviting me. No, no problem. Next time. Uh, I'm curating a, um, uh, what's it called? A Michi Garden there. And the Sonora Dinamita is going to be there. All kinds of bands. It's going to be dope. Where? uh, Indio. City of Indio. My homegirl loves Sonora Dinamita. Yeah, it's Saturday and Sunday. Free to everybody. Uh, just come through, man. A gar- you will be doing a Michi Garden? I'll be doing a Michi Garden there. I'm Dang. helping out with Wait, that. Wait, the, yeah. the event itself is free? Everything's free. The really? Whole free. They have, oh, uh, shit. I'm going to tell my homegirl. She's probably yeah. down. <laughs> no, it's going to be Saturday and Sunday. And they have... They have uh, a carnival, they got music, they got multiple Dang. stages, they got a shit ton of different tamales out Lucha there. Lucha Libre. Lucha Libre, hey, too. What? Yeah, all the guys from... Damn, I'm going to tell my homegirl. It's yeah. our birthday month, man, because my best friend's birthday is actually the day after mine. Well, so we always, like, got party. do something. Party yeah. that yeah. shit up. Yeah. This weekend, City of India will be out there doing that shit. And, uh, yeah, man, so you didn't do blazing. You have to do it the next week. Okay, okay, yeah. That we'll could wait. Back. Yeah. Nobody misses me anyway. Nah, I you know what? A lot of people hit me up like, hey, when are you going to do Blazy Sundays again? I was like, oh, my bad. I've been super busy. Like, 
because I'll do it You're in the middle of the day too. Yeah, <laughs> and other people are busy with life too, especially now that stuff kind of opened a little more. Yeah. Like, yeah. but take away from the twitchers. Fun. Yeah, it's still fun though, and I I gotta do my Edis Dark show too. Like I was doing that one Thursday nights. I did it in the night. Always played horror movies in the background. Nice. And I just play all my dark shit. Do you know Magoo and Hi-Fi? He's asking for your heart. No, he wants, she wants his heart. Yes, yeah, so she wants to take damn, her out. Uh, damn, Messi. <laughs> yeah, you got Peggy on here. Fucking I Jerry. Even, I didn't Jerry even Ray, that. Uh, fucking love this girl. Yeah. yeah you're right. She's Thanks, getting... Jerry Rigged. Tuna. <laughs> Tuna. 5LP. That's pretty funny. Magoo and Hi-Fi. Damn, I had no idea that that was even there. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are all here asking for I'm dates like, What's and up? Shit. Holla, holla. <laughs> My birthday's coming up. <laughs> I'm accepting all the food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, ha- she has an Amazon, uh, what is it? What is, what? Wish list? Yeah, the Amazon wish list. I should make I one now. So. No. Yeah, yeah, fan shit. <laughs> She's accepting Amazon gift cards, guys, for her birthday. Yeah. Actually, nah, fuck Amazon. That's Support right. small oh, business. Nah, Support small shit. business. You're the best. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I fuck with Amazon sometimes, but I try not to. But I understand why people need it. I cancel like, my, you can't, prime, I, you can't, my Prime membership. You I can't hate on it. people that kind of like, that's the necessity for them. But yeah. like some people overdo it and just order dumb shit all day long. Like... But it also it also creates jobs, you know. Yeah, I mean, bad it's like paying a, jobs. Fucking capitalism know, is but a at very. The same time, it's <laughs> crazy. Let, let me explain. Like, so I was just having this conversation about Uber. So what Uber did was a long time ago. Uber was cheap. Yeah, you know I mean, Uber was oh, cheap. Lyft that was cheap. Law that passed you know? was so fucked everything up. What they up. did was they sat around long enough to kill out all the cab companies, as soon as and then as soon as the cab companies were dead, they're like, hey, it's not cheap anymore. Now it's fucking expensive. Yeah. But now what the company did was they were able to pass on all the maintenance costs and all that shit on to the workers. So they basically took what was a good job and made it a it's shitty shit. job. You know, and, yeah. and kept all the money for themselves. It usually and happens like that. And that's yeah. how what Amazon does. That's what all these... Like a warehouse job used to be an awesome job. A truck driving job used to be an awesome job. And now well, they're shitty jobs. Well, I think mainly in California, it's shitty. Yeah, because the cost of living you know I mean? goes up while the fucking pay stays like this, yeah. and everyone's just kind of like, ah. Well, Jerry Reed wants to know what's your Venmo. Shit, he oh, said you money. Yeah. 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 he's all yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. My, my Venmo is uh, at Sister Q. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll crazy. take that as a donation. Okay, Hell a donation. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you have to be clear nowadays. <laughs> Shit. It's a donation yeah, from your you're heart, not, okay? You're not buying Don't anything. expect shit yeah, from me. You're not buying anything. <laughs> Maybe just a shout out on fucking Blazy Sundays. I know. I'll be like, hey, shout out to uh, Jerry Riggett over here. <laughs> trying yeah. to pay my bills. <laughs> He's just trying to buy you a record for your birthday. Hey, you know what? Exactly. I will accept that because I always tell people like, don't be dumb. Just buy me a record or buy me something that I can use for a record. <laughs> like... Because I'm just always buying vinyl. Like, I got a pretty cool collection of vinyl. Where maybe you... not as big as some people, but I got a cool maybe over 1500 <laughs> What? <laughs> what's what's your uh, <laughs> What's your favorite spots to go digging? Oh, Record Jungle for sure. Shout out to Record Jungle. Um, Amoeba, Amoeba was my favorite, but ever since it moved, I kind of like, I went to the new one and it just, like, the vibe didn't hit the same. Mm. So, Record Jungle's my shit. Um, there's a cool spot called Vinylsaurus. It's in like La Puente or something. And I, but honestly, I usually just hit Record Jungle like 
I'm bored on a Sunday. I'm going to go look through the dollar bin because they got a lot of shit. And it's like all unorganized. So you have to dig for it and you have to look for it. Like you can't just, oh, I'm looking for this specific record. Sure. And they don't carry a lot of like new releases. So you kind of just come up on what you come up on there. That's the fun part of digging, though. Yeah, that's what I love about it. And it's on Whittier Boulevard. Check it out. Record Jungle. Andy is a super dope fucking person. He's, like, super nice. And it's all family-owned. Like, his daughters work the counter and everything. And everybody's so cool there. Is Nerd Boy still out there? Still still, still running? Who? Nerd Boy. There was a, another record shop out there in Whittier. Um, I don't know. I thought you met a dude that worked. Yeah, I, I, he, like, hey, nerd boy, he's oh, working the counter. Oh, he's still there. There's hella nerd boys out there. He's not here till Sunday. <laughs> hella, there's hella nerd boys in the chat. I know, in the chat, damn. <laughs> I just bought a house, and I was going through it with throwing all kinds of shit, just remodeling and doing all this shit. And I have, like, four boxes of just fucking records. They're all Spanish shit. But it's it's oh, what's crazy. Up, uh, what's up with that? No, I haven't. Even, I haven't even looked through them. I just put them to the side. Oh, that's where I got up my away. game right there. The, my Spanish records. Like I have a lot of reggae records. I have a lot of hip hop, R and B, house. I have a cool little collection of house. I have a lot of soul, funk, boogie. Like I have a lot of shit, but I have like stacks of it. And the one thing that I'm like really lacking is like my Spanish. The Spanish stuff. Yeah. Like my cumbias and things like that. Yeah, I haven't it's checked. I haven't get. seen through it, but yeah, it's, it's, it, it, I, I bet you got some good shit in there. I hope so. I hope so. It's a couple stacks. So remember when, pretty good. remember when you got rid of all those records? Remember when that happened? I love yeah, it when people get rid of the junk, things that they don't know that they have. Like he I, did, know. Nah, the I, I did. The junk man came and took uh, um, some symphony records. And I, unbeknownst to me, my sister and my family came and helped me out to, to clean out the garage and shit. And she took a photo of it and gave it to one and showed one of her coworkers. And she's like, oh, tell him I'll give him 1500 bucks for that box. Just off that one photo. And I was like, oh, what box? Probably she just saw this one box? and was like, ooh. Yeah. And my what box? Blah, blah, blah. That shit was already gone. I'm telling you, people get. That guy took it. I don't, don't know. And, he, and the thing is, he didn't even, like, take it because he liked records. I think well, he just threw it away. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Oh hell no! That Where is he? Let's up. hunt him down. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about that with like, um, like estate sales. Yeah. Oh, sales yeah. People like find that. good shit People in there. Find good yeah. shit. All those yeah. storage places, storage wars. Yeah. I know. By the way, shout out to Magoo and Hi-Fi. Uh, he just let me know that Nerd Boy's no longer there. So, uh, oh, man. Wah, wah. Oh, man. Oh. That's where he used to go get our K-Rocks from. We used to Dang. go pick up all the fucking 80s. So, the K-Rocks. <laughs> the flashbacks. Do you play a lot of vinyl still? Or, like, kind of just, like, digital and vinyl? Or, like, what, whatever I, you feel like? I have all my vinyl. I don't like bringing it out. Because shit gets stolen. Oh, shit gets misplaced. Shit gets fucked up. Well, you do because someone now drops a drink on it. Well, not only that, bro. but you do like a lot of daytime events with with me, so it's hot as fuck. I know. So your vinyls get don't they? They, 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 they get, get warped. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of like obviously. Look, is it cool to fucking nostalgia keep it alive? Fuck yeah. But guess what? I can carry way more shit. I carry way more different sets. I mean, if I had to carry that much vinyl, dude, like. I need to hire, like, some fucking dudes to help me just carry the vinyl yeah. around. Not to mention I got to carry around in a fucking, in a van. Well, like, realistically, out. like, uh, it's hard. 
And but people put this emphasis on like like I always crack up when like you see a flyer and it said, Oh, one hundred percent vinyl tonight and I'm like, Oh really? I was not gonna go if you weren't playing one hundred percent vinyl. Did you like, hear this asshole's got a C D hey, no, 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 Like man, it doesn't matter. As long yeah. as you play good music, like it doesn't matter. Well, like, I know more like I have to give my boy DJ High C a shout out though. The last Michelada Rumble, Michelada House Rumble, he played vinyl. That's a vinyl badass. set. That's all house idea. music, old school. Hell he, yeah. That was his thing. He was like, I'm going to do a fucking vinyl set. See, I'm always that person. Like, yeah. I show up with my creative records and they're like, um, you're playing vinyl? I'm like, I'm yeah. Like, I'm Dude, vinyl. there's been so many instances where nobody told me and I show up and they're like, uh, we don't have turntables. And I'm like, and you couldn't tell me that. Yeah. Like, Tonight. you don't see my Instagram. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, yeah, well, Steve had a great idea. I was like, oh, yeah, she's going to DJ on the controller. Like, dude, I didn't know it was like this and this passion. DJ. I, no, it's different. I, like, yeah. now, oh, I, I so would have, too, like, I'm not going to front and try to act like I know. Like, Sure, that was good. <laughs> I, I'm beyond, like, now I felt like we insulted. I, I would have had my 1200s here, oh, like, no, right off the bat. No, when he told me, he was like, oh, are you down to, like, show me, like, the scratching? And I said, yeah, um, if I'm down to, like, if I can, like, explain it properly or whatever, but... Yeah, I didn't ne- know. Like next time, whenever someone asks, yes, on twelve hundreds, and you let them know what yeah. you yeah, need. Yeah, that's what you I have. Rider. That's what I have. I have twelve hundreds at home, and I just have like one of those Newmark, like Newmark scratch. It came out with like a basic Serato compatible one. I just recently bought that one, but I had like an old ass Newmark for the longest, with that that had like built in. Um, effects on it and stuff. Ooh, yeah. That yeah. nice new mark. <laughs> so like, and that one's old now. Like, right. So when I use that one, I use it with my vinyl because I could like echo shit and stuff like that. But with this new one, I can't use the effects on vinyl. I can only use it on Serato. Right. So that's the only thing that kind of sucks. But then to know like how to do the little things, it's like I don't really need the effects to like make this fucking epic or anything. So... I, I love just... the loop. My favorite <laughs> fucking thing. Loop. Oh, honestly, the loop comes through. I was like, damn, the loop does give you that time to get your shit together. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Steve. Maybe we should book her for a Michelada Rumble, or maybe I'll get her for a Club Fun City. Get her with those darks. Oh, those I'm down darks. for the darks. Those Dude, darks. you know what I've been into hard? There's a lot of darks music right now, like post-punk oh, covers. Jesus. Have you heard them? Yes. The post-punk covers of like reggaeton songs. Oh, wait, that's my no. shit, dude. Look it up. Oh God. You're gonna be like, what the fuck? He ain't sleeping tonight. He ain't sleeping tonight. I am. I'm, I'm going down the war- the warm right now. <laughs> the the like, rabbit hole. Just think Is of this right now. It's look up this band called Friolento. And they do, like, a Bad Bunny cover of La Santa, but all post-punk style. Like, super sick. You would, like, anytime somebody tells me, play Bad Bunny, I'm going to play that shit. I'm like, it's Bad Bunny. By the way, <laughs> all that post-punk, that shit is so big right now between here and And everywhere. they're from Chile. Yeah, they're from Chile, I think. Uh, Twin Tribes comes around here a lot. <gasps> I just Twin saw Tribes. Twin Tribes. Yeah, I they just played saw in them. L.A. on Saturday. Um, no, not recently recent but i saw them a couple months ago when they played at uh the catch one i think it okay was. yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, i saw oh they're fucking good man they're dude fucking good. Uh, san diego's hot with that shit uh i'm gonna go DJ. see she passed away uh in a couple weeks yeah so, in san diego because yeah. i missed out on the la show that's probably our boy fn1 probably djing out there probably his show but yeah it's good stuff yeah there's Real some good, good shit dude like you're like damn this is a cover of a reggaeton song like they do the uh, Friolento does another cover of this song called Bichota or something like that for this chick Carol G. Like I literally heard that first, and then I looked up the reggaeton one, and I was like, oh shit, like this is crazy. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, but it's tight. 
It's really too, it's really cool. You know what? On that same note, I'm actually going to announce we're going to be doing Club Fun City at the Commissary for New Year's Eve. It's our New Wave Ooh. New Year's Eve party. Ooh. New Wave New Year's Eve. Yeah. Man, I don't do anything on New Year's Eve. I usually just stay my ass. Where's the I do I, uh, out in Costa Mesa. So oh, okay. Close to Mexico. So yeah. uh, <laughs> close to DUI. Yeah. I, 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 I'm going to drop some more cool things. I have someone locked in performing, so it's going to be really fun, really fucking cool. Is it, are you going to do you break it here, bro. Is it Morrissey? I, it's not Morrissey because I don't have over a hundred trillion dollars <laughs> to fucking as a cure. No, but I will say that it was someone who actually had an awesome hit in the in in the new wave era. Oh shit! Oh. Plus, we're gonna have the companies uh, there again, so I'll be there DJing with uh, DJ Javi V uh, uh, Javi L from the uh, the West as the West End Boy Edit Boys. What did he just say? I, I know, don't I'm all know. fucking. My words are all fucked up. But <laughs> my words. You know what? Just come out on the thirty first. Just come out. To where? To the Commissary, commissary Co- Costa Mesa. Commissary Lounge okay. in Costa Mesa. So tickets. Morrissey's going to be there. Morrissey <laughs> is yeah. not going to be there. Live. Signing and autographs. The cure. Yeah, yeah. People have been hating on Morrissey mode. lately. Oh, yeah. I mean, They're like, Morrissey, that, can you just shut up? Yeah, just don't that, talk. Yeah, or see. Yeah, but if that fool fucking like, did a sing. show here, the fuck. It would like, sell out. Don't so talk. Don't right sing. Just get out of here, Morrissey. Working at K-Rock, we had Morrissey there, and all these fools are there crying and shit outside. What's up with Chicanos and Louis Morrissey so much? Like, what is I don't it? Get it. I like, don't why get do it. we love him so much? You haven't even walked into the next room, and you'll see why. He's got good hair. Not anymore. Yeah, back in the day, he had good hair. I never understood that shit. Like, is it because he's sad as hell and, like, yeah. Chicanos are sad as fuck and, like, we don't um, care? Like, we just say it? So one person <laughs> said, I like more. Like, it just took one cool guy to be like, I like Morrissey. <laughs> yeah. And he told him, I was just like, we like well, Morrissey. Nah, we like Morrissey, Morrissey and the Smiths are the shit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you, you, you know what, Steve? Imagine what you felt for Tom Petty that one time you saw him. No, you guys didn't feel that. Come on, man. <laughs> you did not feel that. Hey, you know what, don't man? You don't know what I that. felt. Because you never said it. If you would have felt that, you, you would have <laughs> mentioned it. I don't need to fucking tell you what I, I felt. Like felt. That. I felt like that when I saw Morrissey. That's what he would have said. Yeah, <laughs> but you did. didn't. Don't tell me you felt I've that. I've never seen Morrissey. No, I'm just saying, though. Steve hates on everything. He doesn't know what true love is. He just doesn't love anything. Thing. Except for that one time and then Tom I'm Petty. not a follower, bro. <laughs> I'm not a follower. Morrissey. I'm not a guy that's going to be like, I like Morrissey too just because I'm Mexican. Yeah. Or Chicano. Fuck that. Do I like some Morrissey songs? Yeah. Do I give a fuck if he's here or not? I don't care. <laughs> no, it's just, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't, I mean, I don't give a fuck, but I don't really don't understand that just fucking, like, I've seen it. I had a homeboy. He's like... At the time, almost 500 pounds, fucking six-something, crying. Because Morrissey was in the fucking next room. We're working at K-Rock, and he's fucking... <laughs> yeah, also, you were fucking crying. Fuck you, also. Big man, also, crying. <laughs> Morrissey's here. It was because of also I didn't get to meet Morrissey that day at K-Rock. And, I, and I, understand, I understand, like, Morrissey, you know, like, or music in general helps people out through different yeah. shit. And yeah. stuff. But this is not one of those kind but of like, things. But, like, he's just a guy, like, at the end of the day. No, I mean, look. <laughs> and he's saying some I've problematic talked, shit. I, no, I've talked about, like, having an out-of-body experience at a Tom Petty show. <laughs> and it's and, and working at K-Rock, I've had the opportunity to see fucking everybody. Even Morrissey. And, but I'm going to tell you, like, that was the best live show I've seen. A complete live show. Same thing with, like, um, Foo Fighters. When they first came out, I thought they were, like, fucking whack. When they first, first came out, you know? Sure. Now, you go to one of their shows, their live show is just fucking awesome. Rage Against the Machine live, back in the day when they first came out, awesome live. But, you know, I just didn't, I've never, I've never been into anything like that. 
with that much like fuck. Oh That's my what God. I'm saying. Like, to the point of tears. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying like I enjoy shit though, but I, I can enjoy stuff without having to put this fucking oh my god tattoo. There was guys there. There was a guy outside. And and this is where you come in. There was a guy outside who where Morrissey uh, signed him, and he went and got tattooed. And then this guy also, he was next in line. Mario was next in line to meet Morrissey, and also was like, "No, let's go." <laughs> and Mario was like, "No." <laughs> his chance that was yeah. it like that's funny so that dude who actually got his autograph that was a, b- a buddy of mine yeah. and we rolled up together so he actually got his hope he had a pat a tattoo of morrissey already on his back he actually won at the fucking that morrissey convention that, that oh. they, they done like and he actually got it autographed by him and he went to go get his autograph fucking tattoo and i know that's hardcore <laughs> i know a bunch of morrissey heads that do the same shit they meet and get it get the ink right on him damn Look, it could be whatever it is. I'm just saying this. Steve's just not that passionate about anything. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> just not to fuck the fuck the music or whatever. Nah, just nah. that passion, that that love for something. <laughs> you don't have it. Micheladas? No. Tamales? No, he didn't. No. No, <laughs> no life. Like family, <laughs> friends. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go tattoo Morrissey on me, bro. I'm not going <laughs> to tattoo anything on me, dude. Like, those people, like, I, I'm a big. The reason I started doing podcasts was I listened to a lot. And Joe Rogan, I'm a fan of Joe Rogan. There's fools that fucking put that shit dude, on that. That shit is wild. They tattooed that shit. Everyone's like, fuck you, dude. You I won't even tattoo my mom on me, bro, and I love her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But she wouldn't want it, though. That's why, you know? Yeah. The only people I ever got tattooed on me, I was going to get the people on top of the Murray's can. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I was going to get them tattooed on me. But see, when you're a guy like, that's... These fools are down. You know what's yeah. <laughs> my, grandma, my grandma fucking hated tattoos. Hey, bitch, tatuado. No, 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 no. Yeah. She'd be talking shit. And then, like, she passed away, and I was like... I'm going to get my grandma's name. Like, like, don't do that. Like, yeah. Yeah. The she best come way to dream honor. tonight and be like, like, why? Why? You think I why? like that? You think that's good I for that's me? Bien marihuana. No. <laughs> keep the memories, mija. I'm like, not sorry, the, grandma. And that's my parrot, actually. Like, we, uh, we bought her a parrot in this little ghetto-ass pet store. And... That fool yells and like all types of shit in English and Spanish, but she couldn't have him at like the little old folks home that she was living in. So now, so we took him in and he just like yelled. So then when she passed away, I'm like, damn, that's the last thing I got left of her. So I said, I'm gonna get my Coco and my grandma's name. And she's probably looking at me like, you dumb motherfucker. Now Coco's flying around the parks. You know, dude, he's gonna outlive us all, man. My mom was, my mom was like, fuck. If you guys don't have kids, like, who's going to take care of Coco? Yeah, they live forever. They live, like, 100 years, yeah. and he's barely, like, 21. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you guys got a baby bird. It's like, oh, you know what, man? Yeah, I'm like, you're about out 30, of luck because I don't know if I'm years, kids. you're going to be fucked up. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? You got Venmo people? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All these guys uh, will take your any bird. Any baby daddies out there? <laughs> oh, hell no. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good on that. <laughs> You know what? You could try your luck on the on the 31st at the commissary lounge with the darks. Los darks. Or, Los darks. or this weekend at the Tamale Festival. Oh, that's right. I'm sure there's a couple Morrissey fans there. I got options. I could get me a darks and I could get me a fucking yeah. Morrissey. Paisa. A Paisa Morrissey guy. That's Indio. That's like it's Paisa right there. Yeah, I did. It's Paisa. <laughs> Uh, we want to thank you for coming down and sharing all the knowledge. Yeah, Where can we you. find you again on on the social medias? Okay, so on my Instagram, I'm at dj.sista.q. Spell it all. DJ, period. <laughs> S-I-S-T-A, period, Q. That's my Instagram. That's where I'm more active with, like, promoting my shit and just, like, 
showing you a little bit of my little DJ life and regular life. And then um, I'm on Twitch at Sista underscore Q. And those are my two main, like, things where I kind of do my DJ stuff. I have Facebook, too, but it's more like, you know, whatever's. Go on the Twitch. That's where all the kids are going nowadays. Go Twitch, on the Twitch. Twitch and Instagram is where you could see, like, what I'm doing and stuff. And I'm trying to be a little more active on it. I've just kind of, like, you know, took a little break. You had yeah, life. life. And, but it's always cool when people hit you up, like, hey, when are you going to DJ? Or, hey, when's your show? Like, I'm like, yeah. damn, you guys care? <laughs> That's cool. You just got a new follower. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Magoo shit. in high five. Oh, damn. Got I, I'm going to have to send him my Venmo, get... too, huh? No. <laughs> oh, wait. That was the other guy. <laughs> that was oh, Jerry, Jerry. Rigg. <laughs> Jerry Rigg. <laughs> and, Johnny, are you going to be anywhere doing the funnies, the ha-has? Uh, not right now, no. Oh, just, what the fuck? Are you taking well, a break, too? No. Fuck. I'm, I'm the opposite. <laughs> oh, okay. Not taking a break. Going hard. Yeah. Oh, you go hard on the paint. Yeah. That's right. But if you ever want to know where he's going to be at, we're always posting it up at uh, the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast on Instagram, just so you guys know. Right, and you yeah. can also follow us on uh, Facebook, and you can go to westcoastpoplockpodcast.com every to, Tuesday night. And I gotta check out oh, your podcast more often. Yeah, nah, definitely. Yeah. We're talking about every Tuesday. Like I don't really like check out podcasts that much. I should. Like, but now you're on it, so now yeah, you gotta go yeah, back yeah, and be like, yeah. what are these fools about? And let's then go how, check let's it. Let's see how much I hate my voice. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't like doing live shit. Like, it took me a long time to get on Twitch and be like, okay, like, I talk. I'm on video here and I have and to And you're talk. more mellow on Twitch because you're high. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But yeah, I try to like, eh. Cause she, be, she does a little like sultry voice like, hey, what's up? This is <laughs> our the, DJ voice. Uh, this is the, the, you know, whatever, whatever. Well, her, her DJ was what? DJ what originally? Oh, Selectress. Yeah, Selectress. Selectress. But now I'm like, oh shit, I got a little too high, guys. Sorry. Oh, and then God. I end up messing up and stuff. But I'm like, eh, it's Twitch. I'm in my room. Just, like sitting there. I'm like, like oh, literally shit, in my little ass room. Yeah. Like, I have no room for anything. I'm just like, people are like, that room looks so big. I'm like, it's not. My bed is literally right there. <laughs> my little shelf is right there. Like, I'm like, ah, but I make it work, man. That's Movie okay, magic. Dude. That's right. <laughs> Hell yeah, we make it work right here in the city I of Compton. I know, little studio right here. Hell it's yeah. the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast every Tuesday night live and also every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, 8 a.m., 4 p.m. on the local music experience. Download the app for free. Nice. Support these fools out there doing good in the community. And you can also catch us on Twitch, on Facebook, on YouTube. Check out this show and past shows as well as iTunes. Ooh. All of them. Not to mention West Coast Pop Lock Podcast.com. Oh, man, if you want to go old school Ooh. and actually hit a dot the dot com. com. <laughs> the way you guys say it, it's our dot com, guys. Yes, let's drive the traffic to I'm the just dot com. Saying, that's, yeah, like, yeah. that's like the 20th I've century. I've always wanted man. a website. Like, I always wanted See, to do guys? that. See, yeah. And next the week. still want it. And next week we have. Dave, the King of Mexico, on. We talk about K Rock. Talk about Ooh. our K Rock days back in the day when we used to do crazy shit. Talk about what he's up to now. He also has his podcast called uh, Junkie Town. Um, yeah, so we'll That's have cool. him you next were on week. K Rock and stuff. Yeah, K Rock. That's for like what the Cholos years. used to tell you in school. Like, hey, you're all K Rock, huh? When I was when I was hey, in the party crew, I told my homies, I said, "Hey, I'm gonna be on camera." Yeah, fool, yeah, right. <laughs> and when I did, the motherfucker called dope. me, "Fuck, boy, y'all K Rock." Yep, that's sick. Eighteen years, K Rocks, K Rocks, Super Steve. I was probably a kid when you were on there. Like, hell yeah, 
Yeah, hell yeah. Because I used to listen to it. I used to go to K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. I, I used to go to all yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those Kevin were like some of my first concerts. Yeah, Kevin and Bean. I was, as a matter of fact, it's crazy. I just found some t-shirts. Hell yeah. I'm selling them shits on eBay. Dang. Old school ones. Brand, and they're brand new, unworn. What's your uh, eBay name? So this is kids. I, <laughs> I haven't even set one up. I got to make one. Oh, I've never what done the that fuck? shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's gonna yeah. be a long be time. Be on the lookout. No, yeah. I, I should have brought you a shirt. I had some extra shirts because I recently made shirts with that design on my sticker. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Get that and merch. I sold like forty of them. I was like, what Whoa, the fuck yeah. happened? Oh, Holy that's shit! How you Dude, do it. I told yeah. the guy, I'm like, make me like twenty, and then people like hitting me up, and I'm like, damn, oh my god, I didn't think people actually like gave a shit like I'm this. I'm gonna tell you something right now. That guy Jerry Rig, he prints shirts. Oh, and he wants to buy them. And he'll, he'll print them and buy them off you. Yeah, that's, that's tight. Right. I yeah. do need some more extras made because, of course, you got the late people like, I didn't know that you. I'm like, man, I was posting that shit all the time. And hey, Jerry Rigged, you got yourself a new client right here. Right. <laughs> DJ Sister Q needs some shirts. And on that note, we'll see you guys next, next Tuesday week. live, 8 p.m. It's the world famous West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. That's us. <laughs> in Compton, California, featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores, comedian extraordinaire That Dude Johnny C, and Mr. I'll Do Anything for a Buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to pop up!